Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us on your Monday. Clark and I are in the studio, whether you're in your car or wherever you're listening, thanks for tuning in. Um, It's February 7th. And we are on Romans chapter 10, you guys. Yes, we are. And wow, what a dense book. Like we talked about this earlier, how this has been called a theological essay. And you've you've realized that now by chapter 10. (laughs) So, And again, even as we're reading today's chapters, just some of the language. um, Yeah, so it's helpful to be able to talk about it with you guys Mm. on Sundays when we see you. um, Do that around your table too. Just process. Read a couple different translations um, just to just to help us get it in our hearts and then even in our brains to understand it. So for sure, we'll just kind of pop through. Clark really just like just read this. You're gonna get a fresh like. This is what wake before the day is about. Like hey. We just read our Bibles. What'd you get about it? What'd yes. you get about it? That's right. I'm, re- I'm reading it right now. <laughs> okay. So that's what we're going to do. We'll just hmm. share what stuck out from the text today. Let's dive in. Okay. Uh, what stands out to me right away, um, verses two into three, the scripture says, I can testify about them that they are zealous for God, but their zeal is not based on knowledge, not knowledge of God, at least. Verse three says, since they did mm. not know the righteousness of God and sought to establish their own they did not submit to God's righteousness. Hmm. And so I think of the whole Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun. When it comes to righteousness, when it comes to morality, when yep. it comes to how do you interact and relate and exist, um, if we're not submitting to God and his way of doing things, we are trying to create something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that seems like a good idea to us. And throughout human history, that has not gone well once. And so verse three, <laughs> when it says they didn't know the righteousness of God, they sought to mm-hmm. establish their own. Mm-hmm. They didn't submit to God's righteousness. You think about the moral or ethic mm-hmm. codes today. Um, again, we're in the, the church series on Christian sexuality. That's a prime example for how we're supposed to treat our bodies mm-hmm. and what's permissible and what's even more importantly, what's beneficial. And how did God create us? And then again, if we're not living our life by uh, the word of God, following the Holy Spirit, it can become relative really quick. Yeah. Like, and that's where, again, you do what's true for you. I'll do what's true yeah. for me. <laughs> and that sounds really good until you offend me or oh, I offend totally. you. And then we start calling each other names and we're tweeting about each other and it's a hot mess. Yeah. And so that's why I, I appreciate the scriptures setting a standard for mm. everybody, male and female, boy and girl, mm. Chinese, Mexican, American, you know, from from the UK, it didn't matter where. Mm -hmm. The fact that we're made in the image of God and are called to worship and glorify God and treat other people in a certain way, God's standards should be liberating, that we don't have to fight and debate and decide Mm -hmm. what is right or wrong. Again, Romans 2 talks about how that was imprinted deep on our heart. Yeah. So I just, I'm thinking like, hey, there's nothing new here. People trying to submit um, their own idea of reality and morality to other people, and it doesn't really go well. Well, that's exactly so. I mean, I same kind of thing stuck out to me, but exactly what you're saying, how, um, you know, God makes this standard for everybody. It doesn't matter, you know, gender, uh, ethnicity, blah, 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 because that's exactly what Paul's saying in the text to the church in Rome. Mm-hmm. He's saying it doesn't matter if you're a Jew, doesn't matter if you're a Gentile. 
this is God's righteousness. God's righteousness yes. is accepting Jesus Christ on the cross. Yeah, it is. And so understanding 10, chapter 10, really you have to like go back just a teeny tad bit to chapter 9. Uh, because like all this talk about righteousness. So I want to talk about uh, verses 31 and 32. But Israel, her pers- who pursued a law of righteousness, has not attained it. Why not? Because they pursued it not by faith, but as if it was by works. So what Paul's talking about here is, again, the remaining chapters of Romans, he's going to be really impressing this idea of unity. We are one church. We are God's people, all of us. And so he's kind of spoken to the Gentiles about circumcision and this kind of stuff. And now, and now he's talking to the Israel, the remnant, and he's talking about specifically their, you know, their lack, their unbelief, because they have not believed, they haven't accepted God's righteousness in Jesus Christ by faith. They've accepted it by works. And so he kind of goes through this chapter a little bit and uh, talks about how this is not a helpful thing. Yeah. I have underlined verse 10. That's what well, stuck well, out to me too. Also verse four is what? exactly what you're saying. Christ yeah. is the culmination of the law so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, summing up what you just said, that's that's really helpful. And so he goes on to talk about how Moses had the law and again, how this is this is helpful. The law is not a bad thing, how we've heard in other chapters in Romans, Yeah. but how really Jesus is on the scene now. He's come, he's died, he's resurrected, and now he is a fulfillment and culmination of that. Mm. And so when you read in verse 10, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And so what really kind of um, really settled in my heart about this is how there there's this relationship now that we've enter in that we enter into because of what Jesus has done. Thank God, because literally chapter um, 10 verse 10 wasn't even possible before Jesus. It is mm-hmm. with our hearts because Jesus is the one who actually gives us this heart of flesh, who actually yep. helps us be transformed into Christ-likeness. So now that we have him on the scene, now that let's understand that really our relationship and Mike Kent, Pastor Mike Kim and Pastor Clark talked about this in the past is not about earning. It's not about how can I position myself, you know, the most clean and the best spot, you know, so that I'm in right standing with God. No, you're, if you're in Christ, you're in right standing. It's not about earning, but it is about effort. It is about how can I, in my relationship, in this love relationship with God, how can I just put effort toward this God that loves me? How can I just return what he's given to me back to him? Mm. And so when you differentiate effort and earning, I think that's like a a clear picture that came to my head just throughout reading chapter 10. And and what does that look like? You know, we've talked about spending time. We've talked about spiritual disciplines. We've talked about just how there's different things that we set aside that the Bible speaks to that we as Christians do um, that it's not just passively sitting on our hands doing nothing. No, it's actually this excited invitation into new life with Jesus that we get to be quiet. Clark and I were just having a conversation about silence and solitude. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the reason why I say that it's not sitting too, because then another verse that was kind of impressed on me was verse 17. And that sounds like this. Consequently, faith faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of Christ. So Paul continues on essentially to say, like, how can you know God? How have you heard this message? Yes. And so up until verse, so 14, 15, 16, like, how can you believe in God? How can you know God is you've heard it 
because it's been spoken to you or you've heard it because you've read it in the word. Some, someone has given it to you, impressed it onto you. And that again, that just, um, that re reaffirms the truth that we we're not just passively sitting on our hands. Like sometimes we get in our head that like, um, okay, well, Jesus, Jesus has done it all. You know, I just have to confess and believe and then I'm good. And while that's true, we want to make sure that is the cornerstone of our faith is Jesus. What is also true <laughs> is that when you step in and enter this life with Jesus, this journey, this call to follow, follow him, that you step into whatever you want to call it. When you enter into that, into that, you can't help but talk about it. You can't help but live differently. Your life is not your own anymore. And so later on in Romans, I think it's chapter 12, you read about being a living sacrifice. And there's this, and again, this idea that we are, we are bought by Jesus blood, that we belong to him. And then, and then because of that, how we live now reflects him and mm-hmm. his glory. And so it's kind of, you know, again, it's kind of one of those tricky, like both ands that we're, we're thinking on and we're sitting in, but, um, that's what I was encouraged in today. And I think too, like if, if we understood everything like in the Bible, like that, and if we, if we didn't really need to spend time chewing on these thoughts and like, Oh, what does that mean? Oh yeah. Righteousness. Let's go. That's a big word. Like, you know, yeah we're missing a piece of our relationship with the Lord too. And we don't just devote like, Oh, I want to sit in scripture. Cause sometimes this is another tangent. Wow. I'm getting off here. Anyway, sometimes we read scripture and we meditate. Sometimes we read scripture and it's just about adoration. We're just glad to be in the presence of God. Sometimes we read scripture and we study. Yes. And that's, that's what this chapter has been. That's what this book has been that we're really just diligently digging in, you know, word or verse by verse um, to kind of, help us understand and we want to know God better with our hearts, but also with our brains. So yeah. Wow. That's what stuck out to me. Way to go. (laughs) Way to go. I love it. I think part of what what you're saying that resonates with me is the balance of word and deed, like reading Romans 10 within the context of like 2022 and some of the Mm -hmm. things that, that are um, driving people today for Mm -hmm. like the better good, like justice and seeking the well being of another um, hmm. While we're called to love and have the deeds be performed and people tangibly blessed, it also has to be accompanied with the gospel, which is like the word of God. And so hmm. that's just what stands out to me looking at verses 14, 15, and 16 leading up to your verse mm-hmm. 17. Basically, Paul says, how then can they call on the one who they have not believed in? Yeah. And how can they believe in the one they have not heard? How can they hear without someone preaching to them? Yeah. <laughs> and how could anyone preach unless they are sent? As it's written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Mm-hmm. And so I just celebrate that no matter how much we tangibly love people, I'm praying that that leads to opportunities to actually speak. Talk, because yes. they need to know the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We need to know who he is and what he's done. And that only comes from communicating I mean, through reading and writing like we have the Bible but also speaking that over people yep. and to people and becomes a great, great gift. And so this, that balance of word and deed, seeking the well-being of another. Um, Romans 10 is thick, but it's beautiful. It's good. And uh, it is good. verse 8, too, talks about having mm-hmm. the word that's uh, close to your heart, close to your mouth. And so I'm glad mm-hmm. that we're doing this whole read it, write it, pray it, share it, doing the podcast, talking about scripture. Um, kicking it back and forth off other people because we need to have the word near our heart and in our mouth.
people need to hear about how much God loves them. So that's all I've got. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for listening, you guys. We hope your Monday continues to go well, that you're blessed in Jesus' name, that you're able to spend time in Romans chapter 10, Preach. and that you will uh, just share this, like we said, with your family, your roommate, son, your coworker, somebody who needs to hear it in Jesus' name. Okay. God bless you God guys. bless you. Have a great week. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.